Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You're hanging out with your friends at the beach, getting some rays, listening to some tunes, lots of people enjoying a beach day. You decide to take a quick dip in the ocean water and cool off. Then you hear it in the distance, the shrieks, people waving for you to come towards shore. The lifeguard whistle goes off and you hear... Shark! Panic sets in and you try to swim back towards the beach when you see the unimaginable about 10 meters away. A fin. Now it's life or death. What do you do? Hello and welcome to Survivor Die Trying, the podcast where we'll learn to survive anything and everything life can throw at you. I'm Cameron Esposito, comedian, actor, writer, and survival expert. With the help of some amazing guests, I'll guide you through some of life's stickiest situations, from hurricanes to bad breakups, no topic is off the table, and we'll bring you tips and tricks every week with a new episode out each Wednesday. But before we start, I do need to say this show is for entertainment purposes only. Experts say we are not experts. Today we're going to talk about how to survive a shark attack, muddy river water, and why it is the most terrifying of all of the waters. And as always, we'll have a game of Thrive Survivor Take a Dive where we'll ask how celebrities would handle encountering a shark in the water. Chelsea, we, we love you. I don't know why I said we love What is wrong with me? I'm so tired and I had to go. Do you know what I did this morning? Chelsea? I don't know if I'm allowed to call you that. No, you can call me Chelsea. <laughs> it's okay. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. Didn't feel good. Um, I went to, there's a lesbian wine bar that just opened in LA. Oh. And I, Wait, no, this morning? I, I went to go pick up. No, that's such a great question. Do you mean did I go this morning yeah. or did I open this it was morning? Like, did you go to the wine bar in the morning? I think you're asking such a good question. They also serve honestly one daytime drink, which is cold brew, and then the default option is oat milk. <laughs> <laughs> so I went. <laughs> I was their first customer, and it had just opened. I was like in the neighborhood picking something up, and I like sauntered in. So this place is called the Ruby Fruit. Amazing. It's great. I love it. And also they were upset because um, they only play Indigo Girls in their bathroom and somehow the chicks had gotten in the bathroom playlist. So this is like, this is the drama that was going they on. They were upset? You heard them talking about it? Yeah, they were like, wait, it's the chicks in the bathroom. And then they <laughs> turned to me and they were like, sorry, we just have a policy of only Indigo Girls in the bathroom. Chelsea, would you die if this happened to you? I said, oh yeah. I mean, have you met them? The Indigo Girls? They're quite small, actually. We're the same height. I can't believe that came out of my <laughs> mouth, but it is true. I did meet them last summer. They are my same height. They're, we're small. I think it's allowed. It, it's true. Who can fault you? I don't know. Like people that don't, you meet know. the Indigo Girls regularly? Or like name drop mm. the Indigo. I mean, it's like, I don't even know where that is on the scale of dickheadishness. Okay, here to discuss all this and more, but specifically sharks and the Indigo Girls is... uh like comedian, but also just such a handsome fellow. Like I do, I do, I do feel like a face made for uh, television. John Gabris, welcome. You know, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Cameron. 
Always a pleasure. Chelsea, nice to meet you. Enchanté. Mm -hmm. uh, Cameron and I recently <laughs> learned over an extended conversation that we are wildly more similar than either of us maybe thought, or maybe yeah. you, would pr you would guess based on our looks and vibes that we totally. are actually- You see me with the Indigo Girls, you're like, that makes sense. Those people are all the same height. You see me and John. You're like- is he supposed to be carrying her? Is she supposed to be in his backpack <laughs> or something? <laughs> I was going to say, I would say you and I next to each other. It looks like you are two me's standing on top of each yeah. other because we're different heights. Like yeah. we're not the same. Chelsea, your mic broke for a second. <laughs> I don't know if that's the actual technical term. But you were, uh, yeah, you were asking me what size, because we've not met in person. We've never met what in person. What size are you? How tall are you? I'm five feet tall. On the dot. Whoa. Wait, I think I did know that. I feel like that has come up. I don't you mean whoa. Five? <laughs> I don't mean whoa. whoa that's crazy. Tall? <laughs> no, that is like, that's a small guy. It's, it's a small guy. She's a small guy. Oh, yeah. We did talk about this because I asked you if you get picked up and you looked at me through uh, an internet screen like I was insane. But I get picked up all the time. So I don't understand what's different about no us. No one picks you me scarier? up. But I'm, Are you a scarier dog than me? Maybe I'm a scarier dog. But I did see someone very short today who was my height. Like I could clock that they were my height. And I was like, I look like that in the world. That's fucking crazy. It's <laughs> like, fucking crazy. That's what I look like. And I just <laughs> don't realize it. Wait, but how tall oh, are you yeah. though? Me? 5'4". Five, 5'4". Four. Five, four. So like. <laughs> okay, yeah. Giant. You got like. <laughs> Wait, that's so funny. So. Chelsea's smaller than the Indigo Girls? Yeah. Yeah. But that's not the only reason we've invited you here today, John. Part of it is also to talk uh, sharks. We're talking surviving a shark attack. And oh, I hell think yeah. part of the reason you were the exact right person to pick for this is that you're a swimmer. You yes. swim. You swim laps. I've snorkeled with reef sharks in uh, French oh, Polynesia. Wow. And I had a shark interaction, uh, more or less, on Long Island when I was a Jones Beach lifeguard. More or less? How was that less? Please, walk us through. First of all, what does that mean for folks who don't know what the fuck you're talking about that are listening? Um, it's a beach along the south shore of Long Island. It's like here. And uh, <laughs> for the for the listeners, I have a, t a tattoo of Long Island on my bicep, which I insert in the conversations too many times for a 41-year-old. But uh, I used to be back in my early 20s uh, and late teens, but early 20s mostly. I was a lifeguard at the beach and it was a cool job. It was like serious enough that I got like the alpha feeling of being like a 20 something of like who's in charge and like it's it's like people's lives are at stake so it, but it was also you're at the beach it rules but one day we had to clear the waters because there was a shark sighting and that rarely ever happens in New York especially unfortunately due to climate change it's happening right. more and more frequently now but in the early aughts it wouldn't and uh so we clear the beach but we're all fucking adrenaline junkie uh, ocean kids so we're like we got to get out there and see this thing <laughs> one guy we work with is this guy newman who looked like a gi joe figure he had he was one of the buffest to to date one of the buffest human beings i've ever met and he had a twin brother who was equally buff not important to the story just you know for visualization yeah yeah but uh, like i'm glad i know yeah yeah, yeah. Totally. and he had, going, and he, he was he had like blonde mohawk. He just like looked like an absolute American gladiator, but he also had like braces with rubber bands. So he had like, he, he contained multitudes and Newman was this big tough guy. And he's, he's like, I'm going to walk out there. And he like walks out and he's in like waist deep water. And he turns around to us and I, I shit you not like a movie. He's like, it's fine. There's nothing out here. And we're going Newman. 
New Man. Oh my he's god. Like, what? He's nothing. Oh ahead. my and god. And behind him, we can see. Now it's not a big shark. It's got to be uh, that the more veteran guys said it was like a, a six to eight foot sand shark, which is like I guess not even that dangerous, but scary enough. We see a fin go by him twice, and then we're like, Newman behind you. He turns. Sees the fin, elicits a squeal like I've never heard from a man, especially a man that looked like that, and high steps it runs like on the surface of the water like Jesus. Like he sprints out of the water so fast and he's high stepping it, screaming the whole way. We fucking lose it on the shore. I'd never seen anything like that. And then we're all like roasting him. And then someone like a boss, like a 40-year-old lieutenant at the beach, just turns to us and is like, I mean. It was a shark. Like, he should run. We were like, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Maybe ball busting can stop now. But he he had to do that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess the only thing about this story that surprises me is the idea that you could run from a shark. Like, that. those, to me, those feel like opposite action. You know, in that, in that I've always assumed I would have to be swimming from away from a shark. So just right. nice to know that, the training I've been doing to run from sharks is worth it. You know, like that it actually has a place in this world. <laughs> shark sprints. You got to do them. Yeah, it's, you got to work them like, into your workouts for sure. A lot of shark sprints. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, this is a great moment to sort of like transition into just talking generally about like sharks and pop culture because we're always going to talk about like our frame of reference for the thing to start the show. And so for me, one thing I'm realizing as you're talking and like I didn't watch a ton of Baywatch when I was a kid, but I but it was on television in an omnipresent way. You would have a hard time avoiding it. Like if you were like, I, do, yeah, I refuse was, to watch was, Baywatch, you would might accidentally it's catch It's impossible, some. yes. And also, I feel like they were not dealing with sharks. It was all like jewel heists what? and less sharks. It was always bigger than you thought. It was like, it's never yeah. just a rescue. Yeah. It's always just like, well, yeah. the reason that kid is uh, drowning is because he's on poppers and there's a poppers dealer or whatever. You know, like it was always like <laughs> seven. Yeah, they had to fill 44 minutes at the beach, you know, yeah. like <laughs> you run out of shit. Yeah, it was criminal underworld stuff. It was, it was never less than. Uh, but I... 
I also did recently on a plane rewatch the Baywatch movie. Are you going to do a thumbs down, Gabriel? Yes. I, 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 I was a big fan of the Baywatch series. The movie, and <gasps> I like abs and back muscles, so I, there was uh-huh. some stuff for me to check out. But it's indicative of my issues with Hollywood comedies. But I don't have to get into it. Tell me what your, about your plane ride. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I... I mean, t- just give me, give me that, give me that fucking chunky. Come on, give me that one sentence. The that Rock does Hollywood a movie with comedies. Kevin Hart. The Rock does a movie with Kevin Hart. Zac Efron does a movie with uh, Seth Rogen. Both of those movies are funny. What does Hollywood do? Take the two yes. not funny guys and put them in a movie together. <laughs> a Seth Rogen Kevin Hart movie, even Baywatch would have been much funnier. But we keep putting hunky freaks in comedies. Oh, that's such <laughs> a good point. This is boy, is this not directly about sharks, but um, maybe maybe in the world that Hollywood is full of sharks, you know what I mean? Um, but I, Zac Efron talked about that movie in a way I've only ever seen Channing Tatum talk about training, which is like afterwards he was like, that wasn't healthy. I hated that. I should never do that again. And I don't look like that. And that's not regular. And like, don't think you can achieve that. And I thought that was very brave of him and very cool of him to talk about that. And also, I was on Conan doing stand-up when he was promoting that. So I saw him, and like, first of all, even through his suit, I could tell that he was flexed out of his mind. <laughs> and in addition, the final thing I will say is, do you know who else may or may not be the same size as the Indigo Girls? I was about to say, he's kind of short. He's a kind bit of, of a, he's a bit of a... Short addition. king, short as king. they say. He's a, yeah, he's a bit... Mm-hmm. He may be. I, uh, I put him like, at five I, six. I think it's five six. Right. Like I looked up what he says his <laughs> height is, and I just am not totally certain. I'm just not totally certain. Wait, that that's he true. says hey. he says he's six one according to God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He says he's seven and a half foot tall, but I don't think so. More of a more of a four foot shark. So you're right. Long Island, not like necessarily a shark zone. But my sister lived after college. It wasn't shark territory. Lived- it was Jets territory. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Here's what I want to say, though. My my sister, after college, she lived on Martha's Vineyard. And Martha's Vineyard is one of those places where they get, like, great whites. And also, it's where they shot Jaws. I also feel like great whites were a huge part of our childhood, John. Like, not so much yours, Chelsea. Yeah, sorry, Chelsea. Yeah, sorry. You weren't raised <laughs> the, way, the right way. <laughs> oh, yeah. We had street sharks on TV. We had... Uh, the gummy sharks, which shark bites, which were great. The little yep. blue and white candies, those ruled. Oh my God. I forgot about street sharks. Chelsea, <laughs> these were like is. the greatest action. This was a, this was a, it was an animated series, but there also were action figures and these fucking guys. They were just muscled up sharks. It was like perfect for me as a kid. <laughs> and they walked. <laughs> they had little legs. Yes. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, they, they could walk. Yeah. And they would also have like pants on with a belt. Yeah, they would wear like <laughs> jean shorts and a belt. It ruled. Yeah. yeah, yes, yes. But they also had giant fucking arms. Like they were bigger on top than they were on the bottom. Like they had these huge fighting arms. Yeah. Were they like fins uh, or were they like human arms? No, they had like human, human arms. arms and they wore oh, like yeah. fucking gloves and shit. They had, you know, like they they were like, they looked like buff wrestlers with big fucking teethy mouths, a big fin on their back and little tiny little legs. It was really funny. <laughs> it was great. When I was a kid, my I wanted a tattoo and my dad said, here's the deal. Draw a tattoo 
put it in an envelope and open it in 10 years. If you still want it, you can get it. And I was like 15 and I drew like a street shark more or less. And I was like one year in, I was like, dad, you could throw the envelope out. I'm not getting that tattoo. <laughs> but just real quick, did your dad actually throw that envelope out? Because if you have it, I don't have any tattoos and I would like that to be my first I'll one. I'll go get like, a street I'm, shark tattoo with you. <laughs> I am so ready for that. I'm so ready for that. I also feel like maybe we should be more afraid of sharks because in our childhood, we didn't have Bethany Hamilton, who was that surfer that yeah. survived that shark attack. She lost her arm and then she returned to surfing. Yes. I feel like this was something that was a part of my childhood. We must be like, the age I think adds up because I remember that meaning something to me as a kid and that being very inspirational to me as a kid of like my mom being like, look at this girl. She went back. I mean, I feel like I was 25 when that was. <laughs> I was I was in my 20s for sure, but it fucking ruled. And surfers always have the coolest energy towards sharks, I feel like. Like and I'm try I try to get to that level of just like, hey, I'm I'm playing in their home. Like totally. I guess like, yeah, like if I run into one, he lives here. They live here. Let's totally. be, let's not gender these sharks. <laughs> I mean, I went to Costa Rica, uh, when a couple months ago for a wedding and they just had like, look, I don't know why I get invited to such awesome shit. <laughs> I can't explain it. I you, can't explain it. You're a good time, baby. But I, <laughs> I got invited and they had, uh, like a deal with a little sort of beachfront hotel where they just like supplied surfboards to the folks who were at the wedding. And I'd never tried surfing before, but. I love to swim. Immediate love, immediate joy, like totally understood why people stay out there for so long. The one thing I don't think this couple fully thought through was how my devotion to trying surfing for the first time was going to affect the way I looked at their wedding <laughs> because I was covered like head to toe in like a rash. I had like, my eyes were bleeding out of my skull from how much time I was salt water. Like I looked, I've never looked worse. I mean, and I'm in, I'm in a lot of their wedding photos and I do not look, it's not good. Chelsea, I bet you, uh, big surfer. I've tried it before. I've tried it before. Have you? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck I love yeah. it. I love it. When I used to live in LA, I would you go. know why? Oh, why? Do you know why I bet you were a surfer? Uh, Lo low center of gravity. Oh yeah, for sure. That's real though. That like helps. It is. It helps because it's not Trust easy. Me. It is not it's easy difficult to, to surf if you're 300 pounds. I have yeah. to like surf on like a fucking kayak. <laughs> Okay, fine. I guess we're all going surfing together. I would love and it. Go! Let's, Let's fucking go. go. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Okay, so like, let's get into actually talking about surviving a shark attack. First of all, we got to just talk about the risks. Like, what sharks are we even talking about when we're talking about stressful shark interactions? Um, I will also say the three sharks that we are most worried about are tiger sharks, bull sharks, and the great white. 
So like the tiger shark, they're like solitary hunters. They can be found across the world. They grow as long as 16 feet. Great whites, they grow 20 feet long. They weigh several tons. I feel like those are not missable. Like those are very predictable sharks. You're going to find them in the ocean. You're going to see them coming, maybe, unless you're uh, they are trying to. Predators. They <laughs> are built to that. like sneak up on. Yeah. Dude, it, you, you see those like uh, videos of people like who have GoPros on their board and they like duck dive and they just catch a shark or something like that. Or like scuba okay, divers who totally don't see right. a shark I don't know until why the last I said that. <laughs> I, I definitely have seen this footage. To me, the scariest shark is actually the bull shark. The bull shark, this motherfucker, extremely aggressive. They are found in warm, shallow waters worldwide. They also can thrive in both saltwater and freshwater. They're like seven to eight feet long, and they have been known to swim up the Mississippi River as far as Illinois. So, like, I guess that's what I'm saying. Yes, that's worse. When we think about a great white, like, that, it's going to happen in Martha's Vineyard. Like, like they have a flag system. You know what I mean? Like, like, to be in the Mississippi River, and I don't know why you're in the Mississippi River, first of all. On a gambling boat. Yeah. For some reason, I was imagining somebody wading into the Mississippi (laughs) River. Anyway, to be in the Mississippi River and in my home state of Illinois and an aggressive small shark comes at you like I don't know how to there's no planning system for that that's like, crazy I've been to that's rural stressful Illinois. It, <laughs> it feels like if you go like I'm so scared of sharks I never go in the ocean but here I am yeah. in a little lake <laughs> that's <laughs> off a tributary of the Mississippi River oh my <laughs> god there's fins in here that's a fucking shit your bathing suit instantly yeah it's, much it's worse. scary enough to just be in murky water and then the possibility that there's an eight foot bull shark who's like aggressive who's also mudding around that's fucking horrifying yeah this is this is terrible news i want to add two other things to this that make it much worse oh, uh good please most sharks have really good eyesight they are the only fish with eyelids so they can close their eyelids when moving in to attack you to protect their eyes which again, horrible news. They also have a great sense of smell. Like that's the thing where they can detect blood from across a huge distance. Like the one part of blood per million. Yeah, it's parts like a drop of, water. of blood they can smell. They can sniff out from like a hundred feet away. You know what I mean? Like it's terrifying. That that yeah, the math on it is scarier yeah. than you want to like really unpack. Too, you're like it's not good. This has gone away, but I just remember being like a young teen and really being worried that like periods, that my period would attract predators. Therefore, how am I protected when I go yeah. to downtown Western <laughs> Springs, Illinois? You know, like it, it wasn't, <laughs> it's not on the water and there is no Serengeti uh, nearby, but I do remember feeling that that made life scarier for that reason. I always thought it was like, like just like a lightly f- m- silly misogynistic joke of like, eh, get all the menstruating women out of the world. And then you're like, but if I'm sharks sh- can detect all of a sudden, you're like, wait a minute, but there's got to be so- a, little a little bit, bit of, of science there. Yeah. yeah, It definitely feels like both, right? It's it's for sure two things at once. Right, like, yes. For it, sure- it can't, it, they're not exclusive <laughs> of one another. Yeah. It's the same thing as when, we, when people say, like, we can't have a woman be president because, like, what will happen during that one week of the month in terms of nuclear war? And as somebody that gets, like, 
terrible cramps. I will say like for sure that should not be a factor. And also like <laughs> like maybe it should, you know. Like it's like and by the way, overqualified for the other three weeks. And also, in terms of uh, the presidents we're talking about, like especially if these are Biden age presidents, yeah, uh, those, those people are not menstruating. Way so that's, a, that's another. Say, you can have that's a, another thing. You can have a woman president twenty five years younger than our president, and they might not be menstruating. Like, yeah, like, yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. I got like two good years left in me. So let's two just great. Start Years. <laughs> Heavy yeah, flow, living go. the dream. Can't <laughs> wait to become a full time surfer. Now I have to take two weeks off. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Oh, okay. I feel like this is the only other thing that I knew about sharks is that they don't usually mean to attack humans, that they think that we're seals. Well, <laughs> if we're talking pure. They think we're seals. I'm fucking toast. I'm 300 pounds, hairless, and I have whiskers. <laughs> I'm completely smooth. Like, tell me this isn't a seal's body. <laughs> I'm completely Wait, are you hairless. I'm my, are you hairless. Yeah, that's why I'm such a good swimmer. I'm naturally hairless. No, I. This is. I, I'm 41. This is the most chest hair I've ever had in my entire life. Is this little hairway to heaven right here? Oh my gosh. Chelsea's got literal jaw droppage. Like, <laughs> jaw, jaw, jaw on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the Shark Stewards, first of all, love your name. A nonprofit charity committed to shark conservation have listed the below as the best ways to survive a shark attack to begin with. So, like, first of all, avoid areas with high activity of seals in the water or where they're known to swim. Also, use the buddy system. Most shark attack survivors lived because they had immediate aid. That is super fucking interesting to me and also terrifying because I'm imagining being in charge of someone's Oh, I thought you were imagining a, a solo ocean swim and what that could potentially mean for you. Terrifying. No. Better than being the one who has been attacked, you know? I'd much rather be helping my friend than be the one that got my arm bitten off. Oh, yeah. Sorry to my friends. <laughs> well, I'll tell you oh, what, no. I don't want to go to the beach with Chelsea now. I'm, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah really the camera. She's going to be rubbing fucking like fish guts on my arm and shit. And she's like, yeah, I'll go in with you, Gabrus. Let's just lube you up with some extra fish oil. Uh, okay, these are the other final things that we'll get to before. John, I let you go back into your beautiful hairless day. And I just want you to know, um, I'm a genius because... There are two final things here. One is stay the fuck away from river mouths and areas of low water visibility. Hmm. Hmm. Murky. Also. Murky. Also, don't bleed in the water. So do you think, both of you, that given the chance, like, do you think you could, to protect yourself, punch a shark in the nose or grab a gill? Like, does that feel like, does that feel like it's in your skill set? Yeah, I like to think I would see a shark and I would know in my head, punch the shark and punch the shark. But also mm -hmm. every psychological study ever says that it's very, very high likelihood too that I just freeze. So I have to be honest about that, that that's also a possibility. Wait, do you, wait, hang on a second. 
Are you talking about psychological study about like human reaction? Yeah. Or psychological study about shark specific human reaction? Any traumatic situation, it's okay. very, very common for people to freeze. Cameron, I thought it was a third thing. I thought Chelsea was like <laughs> a psychological study on her. Oh, yeah, She's like, yeah, my psych says I'm most likely to freeze. I was like, you talking fight or flight with your psychologist? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I'll commission that study. Yeah, we should try it. Because, like, a lot of soldiers in the First World War were found having not even fired their guns. Like, a lot of people that are in plane crashes don't even get up and move when it happens or try to get out. Like, it's very, very common for people to just totally freeze up. I'm a, I'm in agreement because, like, in the few f- f- fight-or-flight situations I've been in in life, there is, like, moments where you're like, oh, and you're like, you just don't do anything as you, like, watch a car careen off a road or something like that. Your brain just can't react fast enough sometimes. Do you know what is so fucked up? That is the end of this whole section about sharks. There's <laughs> no—I don't have more information. I don't have a redeeming option. The two of you just agree. <laughs> And we would just straight up die just in this situation. Freeze. No hope. No hope for not you, not any of us. Like, I'm fucking seal meat the second I see a fucking bull shark. Seal meat right here. Gobble, gobble, RIP. Later. Maybe we shouldn't all go surfing together. Yeah. Chelsea's going to shove me into the shark. Now the only reaction she has is like, all right, I, I got you. Uh Don, you're the greatest. I thank can't you wait so to much for having see you me. soon. And I'm, thank you so much for being here. I'm going to the beach on Saturday and I'm going to feel so much safer now. Thank you. <laughs> now you know what to do. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to cover myself <laughs> in menstrual blood and do my ocean swim. <laughs> in my new seal costume that I ordered on Amazon. <laughs> Now it's time for What's in Cameron's Backpack. I'll be given a series of scenarios related to a real-life threatening event. Today it's shark attacks, and I will explain how I'd survive. I have a backpack full of items, which could help, but unfortunately it's been packed by producer Chelsea, and she's terrible at this. So Chelsea, what am I up against? What's in my backpack? All right, so scenario number one, you're surfing off the coast of Mexico and paddling out to catch a wave when you look down and see a great white shark coming directly at you. Mm. So here's what you got in your backpack. A George Foreman grill, Mm -hmm. a full encyclopedia, and a saddle. Obvious. (laughs) What are you talking about? Throw that thing on the great white and off we go. Next scenario. Okay, scenario two. You're on a boat off the coast of Cape Cod hunting a murderous great white shark with a bounty on its head. So you're about to give up for the day when you see a dorsal fin circling your boat. What do you do? You gotta catch him. Okay, and in your backpack you have a boxing glove, a doily, and twister, the full game. So the mat and the spinner. Are you fucking up today? It's a boxing glove. You just take the boxing glove, you just punch the shark. Wait, what? What's I'm going fucking on? up today. <laughs> you were fucking up so hard. I don't get it. Keep going. Well, no, you What's have to, the next you one? have to trap him though, to be fair. You have to trap so the shark. Punch him and then trap him. What are you talking about? Easy. Keep going. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, scenario number three. You're a clownfish living off the coast of Australia who has lost his young son. So you and your friend, a blue tang fish with severe memory loss, are on an epic journey across the ocean. One day, you chance upon a group of sharks who are recovering fish eaters. They've sworn off eating fish, but unfortunately, their cravings get the better of them and they attack. What do you do? 
Hopefully this one's a little more challenging. Okay. You have a barrel of hay, uh-huh. a bag of Funyuns, <laughs> and the Mona Lisa. Uh, yeah, that's actually also totally easy. Um, <laughs> they attack, I throw the Funyuns. They remember that they're part of a 12-step group. It's no problem. <laughs> it's no problem at all. Uh... <laughs> Chelsea. Wow, those were... <laughs> I don't get it. Like, I, I don't know what usually, happened. Usually you make it hard, but not today. <laughs> Fine. All right. Well, you have, you have a cow. You have a lasso. <laughs> 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 oh my God, what happened? You have to record a podcast. You have a microphone. <laughs> and what are what's going on with you? I'm worried about you. Okay, well, we've got one more opportunity for you to redeem yourself. And honestly, it's not even up to you uh, because up next, it's time to play Thrive, Survivor, Take a Dive. And this is when I decide how certain celebrities would manage if they came face to face with a great white. I'll see you in a second. Okay, welcome back. It's time for Thrive, Survivor, Take a Dive. Producer Chelsea is going to give me three celebrities in an ultimate survival scenario. I gotta explain who will thrive, who will survive, who will take a dive. These names have been randomly picked from randomcelebritygenerator.com. Go. That's absolutely right. Okay, so this week's names are Uh Leonardo da Vinci. Oh. Megan Fox. Okay. And Lucy Liu. Why did you do this to me? (laughs) To have to pick between the two? This is between all of them. Because, like, Leonardo da Vinci is, he's a famed inventor. Mm-hmm. Like he wasn't just a painter. He like had all those ideas for, you know, like helicopters and stuff. You know what I'm talking about? Totally. No, you're right. He did invent the helicopter. <laughs> he did actually. Yeah, he did. That was him. <laughs> so, so pretty crafty. That's going to be fine. Right. But then Megan Fox and Lucy Liu, I love both of their work so much. Did you know that Lucy Liu is a fine artist? What is that? She, what do you mean? Like, she's a painter. She's, like, a super gifted Ooh. painter, and she doesn't—she uses her Chinese name um, so that she will make sure she's taken seriously, not because of her acting, but, like, as a painter. She's fucking That's amazing. amazing. I, I love when people do that. Like, Nicolas Cage being like, I'm not going to use the last name. I'm going to go through life He's with- just going to use Nicolas Coppola. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and just fall back on his own personal success. Um, yeah. But Leonardo da Vinci and Lucy Liu both— Pretty good painters, you know. But also, then Megan Fox comes in here, and she's Megan Fox. So, so it's really rough. So who's going to survive a shark attack? This is so easy, and I can't believe I just realized it now. Leonardo da Vinci is going to build a helicopter and transport all three of them out of there. Oh, there you go. <laughs> No one dies. <laughs> We're all surviving. They, We're all thriving this week, in they fact. They all thrive. Okay. In conclusion, what have we learned? John Gabris is hairless. Me too. And a third thing, we actually don't know about Chelsea. But will I survive a shark attack or die trying? Honestly, I'm a pretty fucking good swimmer but I'm less good at punching a shark in the face. I think it's a toss-up. Thank God my friend Leonardo da Vinci is going to swing through with Lucy Liu and Megan Fox and airlift me out of there. We'll be back every Wednesday with another episode of Survivor Die Trying. Survivor Die Trying is produced by Sony Music Entertainment. The executive producers are Sarita Wesley and Cameron Esposito. 
Our senior producer is Medina Parwana. Our producer for this episode is Chelsea Jacobson. Engineering is done by Sam Barron. Our production manager is Tamika Balance Kalansi. 